I'm Dr. Sarah Olivo. And I'm Dr. Liz Seidler. And this is I'm Fine, Everything's Fine, College Edition. In earlier episodes, Sarah and I have discussed factors that interfere with our relationship skills. We heard from many college students about how their emotions often got the best of them and unfortunately negatively impacted how they related to others. This may be avoiding introducing yourself to someone new because of your anxiety or inappropriately expressing frustration when you get upset. Making and keeping friends is on the top priority of college students. Knowing how to manage your emotions is a necessary skill to make better choices in your social life. Today, we're going to learn about emotions, how we experience them, and what to do about them when they aren't working in your favor. Okay, so stick with me. I'm going to get a little sciency on you. <laughs> emotions are absorbed in the body in about six seconds. Each burst of emotional chemicals from the time it's produced in the hypothalamus to the time it's completely broken down lasts six seconds. If we're feeling something for longer than six seconds, we're at some level choosing to focus on something that's part of our emotional experience and refueling those feelings. Sometimes that's good. If the bear is still chasing you, those fear chemicals are helping save your life. Sometimes it's not. But recognizing what emotion we're feeling, evaluating its purpose relative to our circumstances, and deciding whether to focus or act on how we are feeling is the first step to managing our emotions. Without awareness of how we feel, we end up acting on our emotions in interpersonal situations where it's not in line with our goals or best interest. So today we're going to focus on tackling your emotions in three parts, focusing on your body chemistry, our beliefs, and our behavior. Changing our body chemistry is one technique we can do to decrease intense emotions. Our brain chemistry directly impacts our physiology and our physiology can impact our brain chemistry. There's a really cool study where they took people who don't experience anxiety and they had them mimic the physical characteristics of an anxious person. So their shoulders were hunched forward, their arms were held out in front of them, their head was down, they had short, shallow breathing. And what they saw was that there were increased levels of the stress hormones, cortisol and adrenaline. They took those same people and they had them mimic the physiology of someone who was confident. Their shoulders were back, their feet were apart, their chin was up, they had low deep breathing. And what they saw was that there was reduced stress chemicals and there was an increase in the neurochemical serotonin. And this is the chemical that's associated with us feeling happy. Thus, by simply changing our body posture and our facial expressions, we can change the brain chemistry that we have, which impacts our emotions. For example, just smiling, a half smile, not a full-blown glamour shot, um, just turning kind of the corners of your mouth up can release some of those positive um, neurochemicals like serotonin and can help decrease negative mood states. Changing your breath is another way to change how you feel. We know that when we're anxious, we really have a shallow breath that sits in our chest. There's something called peace breathing where we can lengthen our breath um, by focusing on a ratio, let's say, of four seconds in and six seconds out that really deepens our breath, expands it into our, our abdomen, into our diaphragm. And this can really 
activate the different part of our nervous system that's responsible for decreasing physiological arousal, which will help us decrease emotional arousal too. Lastly, cold temperature is highly effective in decreasing intense emotions. There's something called the mammalian diver's reflex. Essentially what that is, is that all mammals have a reflex that when we dive and tilt our head into ice cold water, that it automatically gets us out of our fight or flight part of our nervous system and then into the part of our nervous system that is associated with relaxation. Now, How many college students do you think I have convinced to dunk their head into a bucket of ice water? Probably I can count on one hand. So a way to modify this and to make it portable is to have ice packs. Maybe the ones that you activate, you could keep them in your... um, car, you could get them in your backpack, in your dorm room. And essentially what you want to do is you want to hold the ice pack under the eye area. You want to tilt your head in between your legs and you want to hold your breath for about 30 seconds. Changing your temperature is one way to tip your body chemistry into a different part of your nervous system that will help decrease high levels of emotionality. So focusing on changing your facial expressions, your body posture, your breath, or temperature are all ways we can calm our nervous system, which helps decrease big emotions. The second skill you can use to manage big emotions is to examine your thoughts. In an earlier episode, I taught this skill, the three C's, which essentially is catching our negative thinking patterns, checking them for how accurate they are and then changing them to be more realistic or balanced. Oftentimes we think in extremely biased ways in interpersonal situations. We jump to conclusions about what people think of us. We do mind reading when we see somebody passes in the hallway and they look at us in a certain way. Checking the facts is really important to examine how our thinking is influencing how we feel. So practicing the three C's is one skill that you can use to manage negative emotions. If you think in more realistic and balanced ways, you will notice a decrease in the emotion you're experiencing. And lastly, let's focus on our behavior. We know that every emotion is associated with an action urge. This means that emotions urge us to act in certain ways. For example, when we feel sad, we have the urge or impulse to withdraw or isolate. And when we feel angry, we may feel like attacking something or someone. Fear and anxiety are associated with the urge to run away and avoid, and guilt and shame are associated with the urges to hide. Research shows that when we give into our action urges, we reinforce painful emotions and we often end up feeling worse. Acting opposite to your emotions action urge can help. It's difficult to do, but it can help you change your negative emotions. This can mean getting active when you feel sad or being a little nice to those who frustrate you. It can mean approaching a new person, even though you're feeling incredibly nervous or confiding in those you trust when you feel ashamed. Opposite action is an important behavioral tool that you can use to regulate negative emotions. So I hope today when you leave this episode, you have three ways that you can keep big emotions away so you can let your personality shine and you can find your people and maintain positive relationships with them. 
Thank you to our guests for sharing their stories. This podcast is for college students and we want input by college students. Please reach out to us by text, email, or voice memo at imfinecollegepodcast at gmail.com or 929-500-2231. Tell us your story, give us tips on what kinds of topics you'd like to hear, or give us feedback about an episode. We'll share episode announcements and resources on Instagram at imfinecollegepod. And last but not least, if you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast. Every hit of that plus button helps us keep going. 